Well, hey you, hello there, every person everywhere. Good afternoon, evening, or morning, whatever time of day it is, you lovely folks out there. My name is Lynn, and I'm your host for Every Person Everywhere. And this is stuff that you can relate to, hopefully. So, I promised you last time that we would talk a little bit about the benefits of traveling alone and traveling with others. I'm completely flying by the seat of my pants. I did no research into this. I am purely speaking from my heart and from experience. And without further ado, let's dig right into it. So, when you're traveling by yourself, you get to call 100% of the shots. Within reason, obviously. I mean, you can't just go trespass somewhere and expect not to be arrested or not to have to spend money or anything like that. But let's say you want to hang out with that random group of people you met at the hostel. You can do that. You don't have somebody beside you saying, let's not do that. When you're a solo traveler, you are more likely to meet more like-minded people who are solo travelers. When you're traveling with somebody else, you're usually more likely to need to collaborate with them and try to make decisions alongside them. And, of course, part of that is maybe they want to stay in a nice hotel or a nice hostel. Well, that drives the cost up. Or a nice Airbnb, that drives costs up. You don't get to just couch surf or stay in a hostel usually when you have a second person traveling with you unless they're super like-minded. And even so, you're going to run into some issues. Like, let's say you really want to eat nothing but the local cuisine, and they really want to eat nothing but McDonald's. But where this would put you at is on two separate sides of town, then that becomes very difficult. Also, as far as things that you want to do and like to do, let's say you really like art museums, your friend really hates them. Let's say your friend really likes going to nightclubs and you could care less for them. Obviously, you could split up and do your own thing, but that, A, defeats the point of traveling with somebody, and B, sort of jeopardizes the trip a little bit, because there'll be this awkward tension when you get back of, coulda, shoulda, would've done that, or would've been cool if we could've done this together, but no, somebody had to chicken out, or, you know, whatever. Traveling by yourself is overall cheaper, because you get to spend as little money as you want to. You can travel in whatever style and fashion that you want to, and you don't have to worry about somebody else's opinion. Now, another reason why traveling by yourself is cool is because it usually makes you seem more approachable. If you're out somewhere, then people might want to talk to you more because they see that you're wandering by yourself. Whereas if you're traveling in a group of people, two or more, then it's more expected for you to be on the other side of that, that you're finding people that are by themselves and trying to make friends with them. You might make some unique connections either way around, but I have to say, all of the long-term friends and acquaintances I've met whilst traveling, I met them while I was by myself. So, you really have to weigh out your pros and cons when we're talking about traveling with a friend or traveling by yourself. In my personal experience, I've actually had more fun going out and doing things alone. If I wanted to take a trip somewhere, I just went and did it. I didn't have to ask for somebody else's opinion to do so. And when I met those friends that I met and was able to sort of tour guide around with, 
I don't think I would have had that experience if I would have been with somebody else. You know, I got to join a group of solo travelers and we all did our own thing. You create very, very unique connections because you are somebody that's taking it upon yourself to go and see the world. There's nobody else dictating you or trying to collaborate with you. You are just going out and living your best life. Scheduling is also important. So let's say you're traveling with somebody else and you are perhaps more of a night owl and you like spending the night up and at them. Your friend is somebody that likes to be in bed by seven or eight o'clock. The window in which you can do stuff is going to be much smaller because you'll be in bed later, they won't be. They'll be in bed earlier and you won't be. So the window of opportunity for travel closes. And you have to factor this against the season as well. Like if you're traveling in winter in Northern Europe, you don't have that much sunlight to work with to begin with. And you know, there's stuff you can do at night, but still. So all in all, solo traveling is great because you don't have to work with anybody else's expectations. You set the ball as high or as low as you want to. Now, of course, I've taken a few trips with other people, and let's talk about the benefits of traveling with somebody else. So there are certain places that you'll go in the world where it's almost expected to be with somebody. For instance, you wouldn't go do something romantic by yourself. People would think that you're creepy or just forever alone. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't go to a Valentine's Day event by yourself. You wouldn't go to the Bridge of Love in Paris by yourself. You just, you don't. It's more or less socially unacceptable. Being with somebody else means that the things that you decide you're going to do together, they have meaning to both of you because you came to an agreement with another person who has the same interest as you and you get to experience the magic of whatever that is together. Whether this is the location you choose, the place that you lay your head, the place you eat dinner, or the concert you go to, or the festival you attend. When you're with somebody else, you get to experience something for the first time and you get to look at them and see how they react to it as well. And if you're somebody that feeds off of the energy of others, that can be very nice. You know, especially if you're more extroverted and less introverted, as I talked about in previous episodes, like you really get to control your own destiny in a way because you, you get to absorb some of their vibes from what they've seen and done and how they've gone about their life and how they've decided to come to this point and be with you of all people in the world. You can take joy in knowing that there's nobody in the world that you and they would rather be with than each other to experience whatever it might be together. So, there's that. There's also the magic of, of course, shared experience, but there's also camaraderie. You can really strengthen or break, of course, a friendship by doing so. And you know, being seen somewhere with somebody who means something to you and traveling with them is very beneficial. There are times where traveling by yourself will be inherently lonely. If you're with somebody else, at the very least, you can be lonely together. And if not, you have somebody to bounce ideas off of at any point in time for any reason. And that's kind of cool too. 
And, you know, it's not something that a lot of people really say that they are able to do. So, all in all, you have to weigh up what you want to get out of your time traveling with or without somebody else beside you. Personally, I think it's easier and sometimes better to go somewhere and experience something with somebody you just met, but otherwise being by yourself. But there's obviously points in time where sharing the magic of an experience with somebody is just so much better than doing it by yourself. Really, you just have to figure out what the pros and cons are, what they mean to you, and how it affects you at the end of it all. So I hope this has provided just a little bit of insight into my world, my experiences, how I decide what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Obviously, there's pros and cons to being with somebody or being by yourself. Maybe you'll end up really enjoying staying in that more expensive place than not. Maybe you wouldn't be able to imagine the experience any other way. Or maybe you just needed a shoulder to cry on. Maybe you and this person both needed respite, and so you chose to take that trip together. It all really depends on your circumstances, but that is for me to know, you to find out, and both of us really to discover together. And so I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it at that. And to this, I add my beautiful silence.